Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hey, what's going on? It's Metal Shop and Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Right now, I'm talking to, uh, I am talking to the band known as Inoculation from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, their new album is freaking awesome. Celestial Putridity out on Maggot Somp Records. Been blasting this one. Um, very, very cool. So uh, first off, welcome to the show and uh, introduce yourself and tell us what you do with Inoculation. Uh, I'm Anthony uh, and I do guitar and vocals in Inoculation. And I'm Nick and I play bass and do vocals as well. Right on, man. Well, uh, congratulations on the success of the album. Um, Thank you. Yeah, this you. is, I think, your second full length. Is that right? Yes, yes. Uh, from your end, um, I'm not a musician myself. From your end, what's it like releasing um, something that I'm sure you've worked on for a very, very long time, but not really being able to get the live feedback from it that you usually are from like a release show. What's it, what's it like? Is it, is it a strange feeling? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I'm kind of more uh, waiting for those days, you know, I'm kind of reserving that cause there has been, uh, you know, some pretty great, uh, response from it just online. Just mm-hmm. everything people have been telling me. So, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see what people do. I've, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Normally like you kind of, uh, the first gauge normally of new songs is like trying out and playing it live. And you kind of hear how people think of the songs they tell you after the show. But with this, it's kind of just been like, here it is. Yeah. us just, Hey, we all think it sounds good. So let's just roll with it. Yeah. So definitely weird. Um, okay. So you guys are based out of Cleveland. Um, I know with, um, things opening up, you know, here and there, and, and it looks like there's a push to, be able to have shows coming up with the uh, massive influx of vaccinations and stuff across America. Um, do you guys have anything on the books? Do you guys planning on any shows coming up? Yeah, we actually have a show uh, in Columbus, Ohio, like two hours south of us, uh, June 5th, which is a stack cool. show with 200 stab wounds, uh, limb splitter, uh, hatred, uh, and Kernagia. So that's a, a Lots of sick Ohio bands, and that'll be a super fun first show back. Um, Dude, yes, we actually played. Uh, this will be our third show back. We played a um, a seated show in the beginning of the year, and then we played an outdoor skate park show. So we've had a little taste of it, um, yeah. but we're definitely ready to get back in the full swing of it. I feel like people are just going to be ready. It's going to be like that obituary MTV video that we remember. Like, <laughs> diving, going nuts, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. 
I think people are definitely ready for it. Uh, mm-hmm. And judging from the the slash the skate park show we played, that was yeah. kind of like a we announced it like the day before, and we just kind of rolled up and did it. Yeah. Uh, and like a bunch of people showed up, and people you could tell people are ready. People drove from Columbus and Canton and all over That's to come sick. out. Yeah, it was cool. Man, I'm ready. So, <laughs> so I wanted to ask about. Um, Cleveland. Uh, so I, I like a lot of Cleveland music, but, um, a, a lot of the Cleveland music that I know happens to be more on like the hardcore end, like integrity and ringworm, um, and like in cold blood. Uh, can you tell me like, what are some of your favorite, uh, Cleveland bands that I should also know about? I mean, aside from you guys, of course. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I mean, Pillars is a sick band. They were one of the first bands we went out on the road with. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really know what to call them. I think they consider They're themselves like crust punk. Yeah, like but, really uh, heavy though. Yeah. Um, uh, Atomic they, Witch yeah, they're uh, awesome. is a sick band. They're like kind of like thrashy with falsettos in it. Nice. Um, there's definitely a lot, like a decent mix of a lot of different stuff in Cleveland. Yeah, and Blood there's Tusk like, is a sick band too. Blood Tusk, forward yeah. speed death metal. Uh, also, like old school bands from Cleveland, like Embalmer oh, yeah. oh, yeah. uh, and Regurgitation, uh, like Nunslaughter and stuff like that. They've oh, I know been... Nunslaughter. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. they're yeah. mm-hmm. and they've been they've been doing it forever and holding it down in Cleveland. So yeah, definitely some cool bands to check out. Cool, man. Well, uh, now you guys are, are born from the Cleveland scene, but I, I want to know specifically about the origin story of inoculation, uh, the inoculation of inoculation. Uh, what, uh, can you, can you break that down a little bit? I'm sure you've, you know, told this story several times on interviews, but if you could give me a brief little rundown. Um, well, inoculation has been a band. We just, uh, had our 10 year anniversary. Saw that. Yeah. Uh, and it started when I was in high school, uh, with a completely different lineup. Okay. Um, and, uh, we released a couple demos, um, and then, uh, think we released demos and played a bunch of local shows and things were going like decent. We were just doing local stuff. Um, and then, uh, through multiple lineup changes, like multiple, Uh-oh. multiple lineup changes, <laughs> um, <laughs> Nick and our current drummer, Charlie, uh, got in about five years ago. Yeah. Um, and we've been rocking. We were originally a five piece with them. There was a couple other people yeah. and then we ditched the singer another guitar player. And now we're just doing the three piece thing. We have been doing that for three years now. Uh, and ever since we did that things like kind of clicked with all of us, uh, we really started to gel together. And I yeah. think that's when like, our music started getting better and just, we all were taking, we all had the same goal with it. So it was, uh, <clears throat> that happened and that brought us to where we are now. Yeah, absolutely. Do so it's got, been a long time coming, kind of. <laughs> do you guys have a different approach uh, stripping down from a five piece to a three piece? Do you guys kind of strip it down a little bit more bare bones? Uh, pretty much. I mean, I like guess as a bass player, I have a little more responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of like interesting because we were a five piece for maybe like what, two years, two and a half years. Yeah. So like I was still learning to play with everyone yeah. and getting to know them as a, just a bass player with having two guitars. And then uh, so many practices with just the three of us made us really realize that we can do it as a three piece. And I, I just uh, went out of my way. I 
to just try to fill out that space a little more with maybe a little more, you know, grit and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But as a songwriter, it gives me a little more freedom as well. Totally. To so that's great. I really like that aspect of it. And I love playing with both these guys a lot. Yeah. So it's like perfect for me. When touring time comes, it'll probably be easier to fit, you know, all your yeah. gear and just see three guys. So. Oh yeah. We have, we can do it. And we have just our van that we have bunks built in it so we can all sleep in our van keep uh all our gear and everything in there and no trailer yeah we don't need a trailer we don't nice. need to get a hotel uh so that's we like got our van specifically for that and built it so we could not have to deal with any of that so yeah cool um well so we're obviously still in a pandemic, but we're kind of toward the end of the pandemic hope hopefully cross our fingers right fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. yes exactly um but so how, um, in, in your opinion, how has, uh, the pandemic affected the way the band operates or has it not really? It definitely has in a sense, cause we were playing a lot of shows, mm-hmm. but we just, instead of, you know, we realized that, um, we were only, if we still practice during the lockdown, we were only going to see each other really. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to be extra safe cause I work in kitchens. Yep. So I'm always, you know, already washing my hands a ton. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. But I think we shifted our time instead of preparing for shows. We broke down and wrote the album mm-hmm. pretty much. Okay. And wrote a lot. We just, yeah. we really just kept on practicing more. We like, that's around when we started practicing twice a week. Yeah. Cause we were like, we got nothing else to do. Uh, yeah. So we really just started, we just practiced as much as possible. We learned a couple cover songs yep. uh, nice. that we might eventually do something with someday. Uh, we just tried to stay busy cause it was the only thing to do. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so this album that I'm holding, Celestial Pretrinity, uh, it's the new album by Inoculation. So you guys wrote this during uh, the lockdown or during quarantine, during the pandemic? Uh, we started, we had maybe three songs. Yeah, like almost like two songs and like a bare bones one maybe. Yeah, like before, going into it. yeah, going into it. And we had plans to do a, a West Coast tour like a whole country really tour right yeah. before the lockdown started. So we had plans to like, kind of like stop writing and start practicing the music and get ready for this tour. And then everything shut down. So once that happened, we're like, well, we might as well just knock out this album. Yeah. And we finished writing it within like the next like two months. So yeah. 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 Once, Cause there's nothing else to do, but write music, you know? Yeah. yeah I think we, we were done recording in the end of August. So yeah. Uh, was there any like um, any idea about maybe holding off until you're ready to tour? Or did you want to put the album out, you know, now and just just get it out there? We were ready to put it out, yeah, for sure. When we figured, fuck it, why not? Yeah. There's, I mean, the thing is, is like you're the label you're on, Maggot Stomp, is continuing to put out awesome stuff. And I and I chatted with Scott, uh, the the founder of Maggot Stomp, a few months back, and. You know, we if if you're a fan of what you like on this record, go back and check it out, and you, you'll be able to hear a bunch of other sweet bands that he mentioned. But uh, tell me a little bit about how you guys got hooked up with Maggot Stomp and Scott at Maggot Stomp. Uh, well, I mean, I was Maggot Stomp was like originally uh, like he was making pins only. Okay. And uh, I was buying them, and he had messaged me on I think Instagram and was like, uh, Tony and I had worked in another project called mm-hmm. Abraded. And, uh, that was a Magus release as well. But, uh, because he asked if we had vinyls, if you get one, 
we didn't make any. So he's like, Hey, can I make them for you? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. So he kind of hit us up with that. And then, uh, that came out and then we had, we're doing inoculation stuff and he was like, yo, I like this too. Can I release it? Or he asked us to do a a two song demo for seven inch. And, uh, that's pretty much how that happened. Cool. Right on. It seems pretty easy then. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was, (laughs) Scott's a great dude. Great to work with. Absolutely. Uh, there's no complaints. <laughs> right on, man. Well, okay. So let's, let's go back a little, little bit. Uh, what is, uh, uh, let's, let's say, um, so I like to ask people what their favorite or their first metal album they ever purchased was. Uh, let's, let's start with that. Ooh. Uh, my first metal album was my first album that I ever purchased. Cool. Ever. It was injustice for all. Nice. I love that. Album. Balance money, you know, when I was like a, probably like eight or nine. Yep. Yep. I think I saw it at Kohl's in the shop with my mom. <laughs> they had Metallica CD at Kohl's. There, I kind of snapped it. Wow. I think I'm like, I think I saw it on the cap, but I don't know, maybe a Sears or something. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, I don't smoke too much weed. I think my first one was, it was prop. I want to say it was paranoid by black Sabbath. Cool. I think that was the first like actual metal album. Cause it was a lot of ACDC and stuff like that. Black Sabbath was the first one that got me into the segue of heavier stuff. Yeah. Okay. So now that we know the first album you purchased, what was the first metal t-shirt you ever purchased? Oh, I think I still have mine actually. I keep okay. my shadows fall. Uh, it just said shadows fall and it had okay. like keys and like a banner or something that said Massachusetts is because I was in like seventh grade. Yeah, that was one of the first big metal shows I went to was Shadows Fall, Unearth, and Shy Halud. Uh, I saw that, and and I didn't know what people were doing in the pit. They were, like, spin-kicking each other, and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good show. What about you, man? Um, my first metal shirt was Megadeth uh, Peace Cells. Okay, right on. Man. I still wear it. Uh, it has a bunch of has a bunch of holes in it from when I used to wear a stud belt all the time yep. in high school. Uh, but I still wear it every now and then. Still fits. I got like my t-shirts would get ripped up because oh, I yeah. would wear the studded belts and I would skateboard and it would just rip them up. So oh, yeah. I feel your pain. <laughs> Uh, okay, man. Well, uh, so I see you're drinking a beer. What are you, what is, what is the cheap beer of choice for inoculation? High life. Okay. High life all day. Sponsor Uh, them. We're we're none of us are really honestly that big of drinkers. Uh, I haven't, I actually haven't had a beer in like over a year now. Okay. So, uh, but we just like smoke a lot of weed. If, if I had to pick a beer, because I used to drink, I used to be like into like the craft beers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was a, my favorite beer of all time was the Torpedo Sierra Nevada. Okay, nice. But yeah. All right. So over here on the West Coast, uh, there is a lot of weed. Obviously, uh, yeah. are, is is weed legal where you're at? Not yet. It's oh. just, it's, it's medical. medical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Decriminalized completely as well. Yeah. So it's it's right around the it's corner. Like, I assume you just get like a fine. I think. Yeah. All the Michigan right next to us is legal. New York just became legal. Mm-hmm. So I imagine we'll get it legal soon enough. 
If uh, if you were talk, if someone came up to you like a master grower and they wanted to do an inoculation strain, Ooh. what would it be like? Would it be like a very heady? Would it be like uh, more indica sativa? What what would it be like? It would be. It would have to take you to outer space. Oh yeah, it's got to be some crazy. Like, I want my galaxy like, strain. There's aliens peeking through your windows. Yeah, you're paranoid. Yeah. yeah. Take you right up to outer space. See, that's how we come up with the riffs. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I picture the guy, I picture the alien on the Blood Incantation album, just like after he smoked <laughs> yeah, yeah. one of your guys' joints. Yeah, yeah. He's just thinking about the, the shapes flying by him. <laughs> totally. That's all. Yeah. Well, let's make that happen. Let's make that happen. And For when, sure. you, when you come to the Northwest, yeah. yeah. I would be honored. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, what uh what are your guys's um thoughts on um the current underground uh like crazy amount of uh awesome sick death metal bands there are right now what what has been um what what are you guys' uh i guess um theories about why there's such a rich underground in death metal right now it's weird because it's awesome yeah. <laughs> there you go becoming, because because people are cool again yeah <laughs> It's weird though. It's like we've been playing for like long enough. Yeah, we've been playing for ten years to where like I remember like when no one like cared like at all, and we were yeah. like fighting to get people to like come to shows and oh. stuff. Everybody just wanted to listen to deathcore and stuff like that. Yeah, and it just like, but it's really in the past couple of years it's been it's been great. I don't know what I don't I don't really know what it is. It's just how things happen, I guess, and it's striking with the striking with people in the right way and yep. which is awesome i love it it's, i guess, I, guess I really didn't put too much thought into it i'm just stoked like i'm yeah. just like because there's tons of awesome bands i get to listen to even and like go see or not you know eventually yeah but uh you know there's tons of great stuff going on right now yeah there's a lot it's, it's sweet and a, a lot of sick underground labels too oh, which absolutely. is i think a, a big thing that helps is you know the maggot stomps desert wastelands rotted life uh carbonized records back after death all those like sick underground labels that are allowing people to have easy access to get stuff out there uh which is just makes i feel like helps them pe more people get into it you know absolutely man and um so along that along those lines and and thinking about within the genre of death metal um we all know you know the quote unquote big four of thrash american thrash metal megadeth slayer uh metallica and anthrax but between you two mm -hmm. what is your personal big four of death metal and that and you guys can decide on that big four of death metal between you two Definitely death. Death has got to be in there. Is this American or doesn't doing... matter? Doesn't matter. Big four of death metal. All together. All together. Death is still in there. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I was I, the other three are like, oh, I personally would pick Carcass. Okay. Carcass. We can throw Carcass in there. I don't know if they'd be in my top four, but they'd definitely yeah. be very close. We would probably agree on Dia side. Top four. But I mean, I there's would... also Cannibal Corpse. I feel like Cannibal Corpse deserves it more than Dia side. Fair. This is a tough one. Hey, you and know what? Like entombed or something like let's that. Let's break this down. Let's break this down. You guys get your own big four each. Why don't you let's okay. do that? Okay. Yeah, you go that. Okay. Uh death, cannibal corpse. Um 
death cannibal corpse for sure and then i feel like you gotta go with entombed okay they like yeah locked like a whole yep. separate genre mm, definitely um and then i feel like it's like uh uh morbid angel yeah that was that was it's got i feel like morbid angel's gotta be in there because they had a little bit they had a unique sound that i think really influenced like a lot of people definitely. absolutely yeah death cannibal corpse and tomb morbid angel i uh for me i would say death morbid angel entombed and I, it's a toss-up for me between carcass and deicide because they're just so like they're their own thing no no one really sounds like deicide oh, sure. at all no matter how many people try well, yeah yeah like that that's like because there's some bands that are so influential, but there's some bands like you just can't even re like no one can recreate. Cause they're like so that. original. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I think it's hard with death metal. It's a little more of a, honestly, like a broad spectrum, even though it's a sub genre of like rock rock sounds like rock. Mm -hmm. But if you go out of the boundaries of rock, you're in a different sub genre death metal. It's so crazy. There's so many different soundscapes. Yep. Yeah, it's true. So, all right, guys. Uh, well, I don't want to take up all your time today, uh, but I do have one final question before we get into, you know, where people can find you and all that stuff. But uh, if you could and um, show us, if you can pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got that scar and show us if you can. Oh, this is easy for me. Oh, you got one right there. Uh, I don't know if you can see this. Hold on. Oh, I yeah. Work in, I work in a kitchen and that was, I work in an Italian restaurant with these giant cauldrons of sauce. Okay. And I went to, to grab the stirring, big metal stirrer, and I grabbed uh -huh. it like just upside down. It was boiling, and it hit my arm and uh, burned it. Yep. Is that recent? Uh, Friday? Okay. Because that scar is yeah. very obvious. Yeah, yeah. It's like still very yeah. much it, there. It happens a lot. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Brutal. Um, I think mine is, I don't know if you can see it still, but it's like right over here, there's like lines going down that gets, they're small and then they get longer. Okay. When I was a kid, I was riding a bike and my, uh, the chain like popped off and my foot slipped and the gear was turning still and it like sliced into my skin and I had perfectly parallel like lines deeply cut that like started small and then got longer as they went down in like a pyramid Jesus. and like my skin in between was all like flatty because the cuts were so close oh, and i remember oh, i was like oh, 10 and my friend was like should we like go get somebody and i was like no nah, dude let's look at it more this looks <laughs> sweet i'm just bleeding everywhere yeah 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 <laughs> Damn, That's a good dude. question. <laughs> yeah. Flappy skin. I like it. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, what, 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 what's a goal for the band? You know, obviously things are starting to op uh, hopefully open up. You guys have a few shows lined up, whatnot. Um, what are, what are some uh, goals you guys have? Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And find another universe outside of our own. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But tour, yeah, as soon as we can. Tour, tour, tour. Have you guys oh. been over to overseas yet? No, no, we haven't even been to the West Coast yet. Okay, uh, all right. That was a, before lockdown. We had our biggest tour we were ever going to do. It was supposed to happen 
where we were pretty much going all around yep. and then that got shut down. So yeah. we're ready to pick up right where we were about to be leaving off at. Yes. That's the goal. Yeah. I hope that happens. So hopefully we'll be out in your neck of the woods sometime soon. That would be great. I saw you guys did have a show with Noroth uh, coming up yeah. and then obviously, yeah. you know, what happened happened, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I built a guitar for the guitar player from Noroth too. Nice. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to metal Mike. Um, right on guys. Well, again, uh, the name of the album is celestial putridity by inoculation. Uh, you can get it from them. Uh, what's the best way to support you guys now and the best way to get the album and, and, uh, follow you guys. Uh, the album is on sale through maggot sounds band camp. Uh, we have t-shirts, uh, and other merchandise available through Holy mountain, Um, and, uh, we periodically put stuff up on our band camp, um, and then just Instagram inoculation underscore band. We post a lot of shit on Instagram and Facebook inoculation, uh, keep up to date with everything. Right on. What's one band that you want people to check out before we go? Oh, good question. Uh, tribal gaze. They just dropped an, uh, album. I think it was a full length. Uh, it is, yeah, it was like six or seven songs. Yeah, uh, Desert Wasteland's uh, sick album. Tribal um, Gaze, okay. Yeah, they're sick. Uh, I think of one. Uh, I would, I've been listening, I like Mortal Wound, fellow Magnus. Mm, yes. They're, they're disgusting, man. That's, that's awesome. Mortal Wound and Tribal Gaze, I like it. Any final words for the Northwest audience and, and uh, Metal Shop? Uh, Check out our album, Celestial Opportunity, and keep an eye out for aliens in the sky. All right, guys. Take it easy. Yeah, thanks for having us. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.